At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome into My Guys in the Desert on a Monday. Stormy Bonantoni with you. We are live from Las Vegas at our VSIN studio at Circus Sportsbook. And I mean, what a wild weekend it was, especially in the NFL. Favorites just three and nine against the spread this week, seven straight up underdog winner so you know it's a bad day for the public on Sunday good day for the books which we'll hear plenty about I'm sure from Jimmy and Vinny when they join us from over at the South Point in a little bit they'll also tell us where the money is going for Monday night football tonight Bears at the Steelers Pittsburgh a touchdown favorite tonight also on the show as always Mondays with Michael Michael Lombardi of the Lombardi line comes on here he'll Tell us why his picks this week were actually successful. When everybody was doing so poorly this weekend, he went three for three with his best bets. So we'll also get his official selection for tonight on Monday Night Football. And VEASAN Zone Matt Brown joins us. Give us some good prop bet opportunities on the primetime game. But as we always do to get the show started, our top five stories, things you need to know that impact us is better, starting with... Some more COVID issues in professional sports, this time affecting the Philadelphia 76ers. Joel Embiid reportedly has COVID-19 or tested positive positive with COVID-19. Philly will be without the NBA MVP candidate. And he joined second leading scorer Tobias Harris. Those two others that are in the league's health and safety protocol now on the squad will miss at least tonight's game against the New York Knicks and potentially more. He was already expected to miss tonight with rest. But Philly 1-0 straight up without Embiid this year. 10-11 and without him last season. Sixers moved from minus four in this game down to minus one against New York. They'll host the Bucks Tuesday in Toronto on Thursday before hitting the road for a six-game road trip. Of course, Philly also remains without all-star Ben Simmons as he tries to force a trade. We saw earlier today that the Celtics are rumored to be interested. So we'll keep an eye on that one as that storyline progresses. Number two on our list, Chicago looks to be getting some backfield reinforcement in that Monday night football game we talked about today against the Steelers. Bears running back David Montgomery is reportedly good to go. According to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport today, he'll be activated from the IR. Montgomery had 309 rush yards and three touchdowns before getting injured on that knee week four. Khalil Herbert's been real good in his absence despite just 3.1 yards per carry last week against the 49ers. The Virginia Tech products average 70-plus rush yards four straight games. Again, that line Steelers 
favored by seven. And Pittsburgh was solid against Nick Chubb last week, though, in the ground game. They've won three straight games. Uh, that line opened five and a half, total 40. We'll talk about this game plenty, though, throughout the course of the show, give you all of the best betting angles that we can. Number three on our list, you know what they say, the old adage, damned if you do, damned if you Darnold. That's what I'm going with, and I'm sticking to it. Sam Darnold and the Panthers had a rough game yesterday, 24-6 loss to the Pats. And head coach Matt Rule says that Darnold is set to have an MRI now on that injured shoulder. He dealt with a concussion and shoulder injuries throughout the course of the week leading up to the game. But losing the starting gig due to an injury might be the least painful way to Carolina to pull the plug on this whole thing. It's been a pretty failed experiment from what we've seen for a quarterback in Sam Darnold, who it would appear is just destined to be that journeyman backup. If he can't go, it'll be P.J. Walker, who would start in Week 10 against the Cardinals. Cards opening as nine-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Panthers 4-5 and five now as you look at their schedule after a 3-0 and start to the season. Darnold's had 10 interceptions the last six games, three picks, and no touchdowns last game against the Patriots. Thus, I feel pretty vindicated for my betting breakup with Carolina last week to kind of reinforce my feeling staying away from that team. Also good to note, though, for the Panthers, center Matt Paradis done for the season with a torn ACL and defensive end Brent Burns and left tackle Cam Irvin both also having MRIs. Number four in our top story, some interesting takeaways from Jets head coach Robert Sala's press conference this morning regarding the quarterback situation. Not as controversial as you might think, but it looks like Mike White might ultimately be getting the start this coming week against the Bills. Zach Wilson will return to practice on, mon- on Wednesday, but... Uh, it just sounds like he's not fully healthy quite yet. Sala said it would be irresponsible to put Wilson out there before he was ready. Wilson recovering from a sprained PCL. 13-point favorites the Bills are over the Jets this week. White, of course, coming off that historic performance against the Bengals with 400-plus yards and three touchdowns, followed it up with a Thursday night football outing that was pretty short-lived due to a forearm injury. So will he get back to form as well? He apparently is healthy, hence why you would give him the start. Number five on our list, get the stoves and burners ready in the kitchen because it seems like Russ is ready to cook, my friends. The team tweeted a statement that quarterback Russell Wilson's hand surgeon uh, said that he is cleared for a full return to play, expected to start this coming Sunday against the Packers. Green Bay, four-point favorites, hosting Seattle, four and a half as it sits right now, it appears. But his doctor, Steve Shin, said he'd never in his career seen such a severe injury to the throwing hand of an NFL quarterback, but he'd also never seen a player so committed to his post-operative therapy and his confident Wilson can play without any reservation. Huge for the Seattle Seahawks to be able to get their quarterback back. I mean, we all know even the comments from Pete Carroll earlier this season saying, you know, he's been with Seattle a long time, but he probably wouldn't have been there as long without having Russ there. So last week around this time, we talked about the upside down, right? And all the wonky things that happened in the NFL, all the stranger things. Well, they certainly continued yesterday. And I mean, an NFL slate that, as I said, off the top seven straight-up underdog wins. So we're going to give you our list of weird, weirder, and weirdest things that went on yesterday because it was an insane day, starting with just my San Francisco 49ers and what a tough performance that was against the Cardinals, losing 31-17. to They closed on that line as five-and-a-half-point favorites at home because, as we all know, the Cardinals were without Kyler Murray at quarterback, but not only were they out without Kyler Murray, but no DeAndre Hopkins, no A.J. Green or Chase Edmonds made Colt McCoy look like he was Kyler Murray. Gosh, it was so bad. McCoy's numbers 22 for 26, 249 yards, a touchdown, and a big win in the division. And I know I was very personally offended and affected by the officiating in the first half of this game. Maybe you want to punch a baby. Then I wouldn't recommend it. That's a movie line, okay? I'm not actually saying punch babies. But like critical downs that in a lot of ways changed the trajectory of the game. And then in the second half, Shanahan basically threw out the white flag with some of his calls. But this is a San Francisco team that's looking bad. We know we had a funeral for them on the show not too long ago, 3-5 and five on the year. They're 0-4 at home, lost eight straight games now at Levi's Stadium, 11 of their last 12 dating back to last season and beyond. Like, it's just it's crazy to me. They should. I knew they never should have blew up Candlestick. I knew it. 
Um, Arizona now maintains the best record in the league at 8-1. and one. Up next for the Cardinals, 10-point favorites against the Panthers. Cardinals running back Chase Edmonds, though, um, as I mentioned earlier, high ankle sprain uh, in Week 9. Expected to miss multiple games now and potentially on the short-term IR. 49ers will also have their hands full next week facing a Rams team. We'll talk about the, the Rams here in a little bit, but a Rams team that is and should be good, uh, four-and-a-half-point dogs there. On to weirder. Broncos and Cowboys, tell me how how it happened that going into the fourth quarter, this is a 30 to nothing shutout. Cowboys offense unable to do anything with Dak Prescott back. His numbers ended up 19 of 39, two touchdowns, 322 yards and a pick. Was also sacked twice, hit five times. But, I mean, most of those stats came in garbage time. Prescott had less than 100 yards passing with less than 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. No touchdowns and a pick. Defensively, for a team that had been so good lately and we were expecting a lot out of, allowed 407 yards, 190 of them coming from just two players, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon on the ground. It just... It's crazy. Like, I don't understand what happened to the Dallas Cowboys this week, especially since you got Dak back. Dallas closed as 10-point favorites in the game. Broncos minus three against the Eagles this coming week. And Cowboys, another big spread against the Falcons, eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Hopefully they get back to form. I mean, I don't know who the best team in the league is right now. I feel like every week that if we're doing our power rankings, it continues to shift. And this week was just... Everything's been blown up the last two weeks. Weirdest. Titans and Rams. I told you we would talk about the Rams. Titans beat the Rams 28-16. to And I feel like Matt Stafford might have just had, like, this weird feeling, like an out-of-body experience that he was back in Detroit. Like, this had Motor City Stafford written all over it. Rams closed as seven-and-a-half-point favorites in this game, lose by double digits. Stafford was doing his best Jared Goff in this one. One touchdown, two first-half pick sixes. Trailed the Titans 21-3 to just at halftime. Also went from the least sacked quarterback in the league to getting hit five times for 41 yards lost. Eight quarterback hits, five sacks. Put an end to their four-game win streak. And mind you, this is a Titans team that's without Derrick Henry, who accounts for the vast majority of their offense, still was able to get it done. We'll talk plenty about the Titans later on in this game. But, I mean... Henry, an NFL best 10 touchdowns, still reigning for rushing touchdowns. It didn't even play. Titans minus two and a half against the Saints coming up this week. Rams four and a half point favorites, as I mentioned, against the 49ers. But now we went weird, weirder, weirdest. How about, oh my gosh, what is happening? The Bills getting upset nine to six from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bills closed as 15 and a half point favorites at some books. I mean, Buffalo is supposed to be an elite team. Jags are maybe the second worst team in the NFL, if we're being kind. But aside from the result, the real craziness here for me was just how dominant Josh Allen was. And not that Josh Allen. I'm talking the Jags' Josh Allen, who sacked, intercepted, and recovered a fumble against our guy Josh Allen of the Bills. First time in history, as you can imagine, um, that that's happened for two players with the same name. It's some Josh-on-Josh crime. And think about the impact of this in Survivor. 249 players were on the Bills. 488 total done in Circus Survivor. And it's just an intense day. But hey, listen, I know we got Monday Night Football tonight. There will be a lot of cool props that you can check out. So make sure you check out the new prop tracker available on vcin.com. Head to vcin.com to get current odds as well as all the movement each week to follow the trends and best value. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game. Stay with us on my guys. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back, everybody. This segment of My Guys in the Desert brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups. No batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with either. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free alternative available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths. You can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn's American's number one nicotine pouch it's available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zin. So head on over to Zin.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. As we welcome you back here to my guys in the desert. We talked about the wild weekend in the NFL, but it was a wild weekend in college football as well. Let's highlight some of the craziest moments, starting with... The Michigan State Spartans. Sparty undefeated no more as the Purdue spoiler makers, as we're calling them, upset Sparty 40-29. to This is the second time this year. We all remember the upset of number two Iowa earlier in the season. Um, 17th time in program history that Purdue has upset a top five AP ranked team while unranked. And, uh, I mean, this is just such a letdown game for Michigan State after the big Michigan rivalry win the week before. But just insanity, no question. Number two, take the finger and the thumb off of the L on the forehead if you are UNLV and the Arizona Wildcats. Finally getting wins. The longest active losing streak and the second longest losing streak both come to an end on Saturday. Wildcats end a 20-game streak with a 10-3 win over Cal. The Rebs of UNLV, 31-17 victory over New Mexico. First win for both of their head coaches, by the way, Jed Fish and Marcus Arroyo, respectively. But that UNLV game, that was one of our hidden gems we gave you last week. Plus 110 money line if you took them over UNM. Um, Good for the Rebs. Happy for them. Lastly, my games on ESPN, I feel like, always have something wonky happen. And we had a fox on the field at Arizona State. Apparently, actually, he lives by the library. He is a regular. Um, I had many people reach out to me and say, Stormy, I need a live report. What does the fox say? I got to tell you, I don't know. He did run right past me, though. I could feel the wind of him as he hopped up over the stands. Herm Edwards, shout out to him, though. He was yelling at security to get the the gate open so that he could leave. ASU did beat USC, that two-quarterback system for the Trojans. Not working out so great. Time to welcome in Vidi Maiulo, Jimmy Vaccaro, my guys at the South Point to talk through all of the fun of the weekend. Fun for you guys, I guess. Jimmy, are you just doing the happy dance? It's back-to-back weeks that the books have made out with all these underdogs cashing. I'm a genius now, kid, when you win, you're a genius. <laughs> you're doing it big. You're doing it big. Hey, yeah, but he, talk about it a little bit, st- though. How was the weekend? 
Well, obviously, it turned out very well for us, and we know that we all took it on the shorts about a couple of weeks ago, but uh, the uh, players really made up for it as far as like on your booking side of it. Uh, this Saturday was very good, and this Sunday, you know, after you saw Saturday, you say, how can it be any different Sunday? Well, it was five times different on Sunday, only because there was more and more things that you've seen that you've never seen before. So from our side, of the, the con, it was great. And remember, throw Breeders' Cup in also. It was a big weekend for the race book and the sports book, and we did excellent Matter of fact, it was our best Sunday for the entire year so far. That doesn't surprise me at all. I'm sure a couple of those bigger decisions, the Bills, the Cowboys, those double-digit favorites not being able to get mm -hmm. home. But, Vinny, for days like this, do you see that kind of make betters shy away a little bit? Say, oh, my gosh, I just got wrecked this weekend. I'm not coming back. Or do they understand that there are ebbs and flows to a season? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question for me. I, I'll be honest with you. No, I, I've got to tell you, betters are resilient, and I mm -hmm. must credit their resiliency. Uh, people always find money to get back in action. I mean, no matter what, whether it's the economy, whether it's a pandemic, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Right, Jimmy? Uh, people people find a way, and they're finding a way tonight. They're, they're, on, um, they're on the uh, Steelers tonight. The game went from six and a half up to seven, yep. and, uh, probably, and, and, and over money showing as well. Yeah, everything is moving in our direction for the past, obviously, like two and a half weeks. And, you know, going back to what Vinny had just said, uh, uh, you find a way to get money. I mean, I don't know what to say, good, bad, or indifferent. And uh, they'll be just as jammed here next Sunday as they was in the past Sunday with 12 open windows, four kiosks in the sports book, seven kiosks in the race book. And you know what? They'll show up and they're ready to go again. Yeah, no question. And But hey, that's why we say, like, never feel bad for the books, right? Because things always end up even and out. And, and you talked, I know, last week a good bit about how Monday Night Football is always kind of difficult for the books to make out. A good game tonight. I mean, hopefully a good game. Bears and Steelers tonight. But how does tonight's game look on your guys' end given yesterday? I know you said betters are still coming back. But how about tonight specifically? Yeah, it's a, a, you know, Stormy, here's the thing. Monday night is a challenge for books because there's always something going to it, no matter how. It's just a matter of to what degree and to what extent. Mm -hmm. Even though uh, the books had a better day yesterday, uh, there's still carryover starting uh, that started on Thursday night uh, with the, uh, the Jets game uh, at Indianapolis. So there's still a bit of a ripple effect. And again, folks trying to uh, get out fr from yesterday. So they're really kind of, in many cases, doubling up as well, on particularly on the favor tonight, Jim. Well, obviously, yes, it is uh, very easy to see, uh, uh, Stormy, from our side. Uh, the less that the aggravation was on Sunday means there'll be a lot less, less aggravation on Monday. We still need uh, the Bears pretty good, but like mm -hmm. it, usually it'd be about two and a half to three times more if it were a normal week where you would say uh, that there was more carryover. But uh, we knocked out everything pretty good. And when you, when you go yesterday and you start with the, with the Buffalo Bill games, it's like, wow, you know, what a great yeah. start for a book when you knock out the biggest teaser bet of the day, and obviously the parley, the parley card players too. So uh, we got off on a great, uh, great foot yesterday and just carried over the entire day. Total in this game tonight is 40. As a book, you guys can't go low enough with this one, could you? No, I mean, the thing is, but but there'll be over money coming in. I mean, we did get down to 39 uh, early in the week, but I can assure you that every parlay and the public is going to be all, they, they, they love to bet points over. Remember, I oftentimes say the fans, they're chanting defense, but they don't mean it, Stormy. <laughs> they love points. Give me the Steelers and over, and that's what it's about tonight so far. That's too funny. Well, hey, you guys said last week that the college football playoff rankings were considerably off from your power rankings, and it seemed to play out that way. Um, I mentioned to start of the segment, Michigan State losing to Purdue. Then Oregon, you had winning a really close game at Washington. Vinny, who are your top four this week for the power ratings? Yeah, and to be fair, let's face it, you know, I mean, uh, Ohio State was, was in a close game uh, as well, and, of course, Cincinnati. But my top four uh, from uh, from one to four, Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and uh, uh, Oklahoma. I mean, nobody's talking about Oklahoma, and I think a lot of folks are thinking, well, uh, the Pac-12 is, I mean, I'm sorry, the uh, the Big 12 is down. No, the ACC is down. Pac-12 maybe not be as strong as it was in the past, but the reality, too, is now the rankings are going to come out again tomorrow with all due respect to those folks. But again, polls, uh, they don't determine prices. Uh, give us the matchups. We'll make them. And by the way, Cincinnati, which I personally, yeah, we would love to see Cincinnati crack that uh, that playoff, uh, partic you know, at some point. I don't know if they're going to be able to uh, in the committee's eyes, but I've got about 10 or 12 teams 
ahead of them, Jimmy, in terms of a power rating. You know, we could do this so easily at the NCAA people and people with all the power. Listen to people like us. How about go to eight or 12 teams? We yep. eliminate all that aggravation, and we find out if Cincinnati is any good. We find out if Oklahoma is, like, yep. uh, you know, uh, not good as they were last year. But uh, I don't think we'll ever, ever see it. I really don't. Yeah, and it's so frustrating, too, for Cincinnati, right, that it takes two goal yeah. line stands in order to win that game against Tulsa to begin with. A couple of bad games now. Not bad, but not the types of wins that you need. Sure. So I totally understand where you're coming from, Vinny, and ranking other teams ahead of them. Uh, just a random follow-up, though, just because of Oregon specifically. Um, they're, uh, sorry, uh, thinking about Washington. I saw earlier today some breaking news a couple hours ago that Jimmy Lake is going to be suspended for the game at ASU. How much does, like, a coach suspension or a coach being missing affect your guys' ratings? Well, it doesn't affect the ratings. It's just that game for that particular game, and you've got to look at the staff and, what, you know, how, what are the other implications here. But they've had some other issues up there, too, so... In this case, it's going to be at least a couple of points for sure. It's a case-by-case -case basis, but I'd say at least a couple of points just in this one. You know what Jimmy was rooting for on Saturday afternoon? <laughs> I wanted Alabama to lose that yeah. game. Yeah. And then let's see what this committee would have done then. <clears throat> it was a close one with LSU, no question. But, hey, fellas, college basketball starting tomorrow. It's not just football. Um, we talk about betters getting in and being resilient. Mm -hmm. Will they be getting in right away to college hoops? Yeah, I think so. Listen, 120 games tomorrow, 70 on the regular. We'll call it the regular rotation, 50 added games. The public will be all over the uh, the name schools, right? Uh, you're going to have uh, Michigan, uh, Michigan State against Kansas and Duke and Kentucky playing each other. Uh, those will be the heavily bet games. But professional bettors, as Jimmy can attest, will be yeah. all over the other 118 games. I enjoy college basketball quite a bit, so it's okay to have all them games. Obviously, it's a lot of work to be done, but let's look at it this way, kid. We won't crown the winner until April. Hey, and that's why you play the games, right? If we, I think we definitely learned that in the NFL. You gotta play the games. Thank you guys so much for coming on, as you do every Monday. Appreciate the time. Always good to be with you, Stormy. That's Vinny Maiulo and Jimmy Vaccaro, our guys at the South Point hooking us up with all the information we need to know from behind the counter. In just a little bit, it's Mondays with Michael, as we always do with Michael Lombardi on the program. Get his opinion on what was a crazy NFL Sunday and some overreactions. Keep it locked on My Guys in the Desert. This is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. To my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and now New York. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Stormy Bond and Tony back here on My Guys in the Desert, live from Las Vegas at Circus Sportsbook. Who doesn't love a little overreaction Monday? Some of the more interesting big picture adjustments coming from the books this week. Let's take a look at a couple that caught my eye. Mike McCarthy falls from the favorite to win coach of the year to fifth on the odds board now at 12 to one after losing 10 point favorites to the Broncos. A tough one McCarthy admitted after the game. They were outplayed and outcoached. Cliff Kingsbury now shortest odds for the award at plus 450. McCarthy was six to one last week. After the win a week prior, I mean, it seemed that without Dak, they cemented, were cemented as contenders with that win last week. This week, a tough look, even tougher with McCarthy playing Dak in the fourth quarter. Caught a lot of fire because potentially Dak gets hurt in the fourth quarter. You're not only not coach of the year, you're probably fired. Can you imagine? Anyways, another one that was interesting. Titans now second betting favorite to win the AFC at plus 450. Bills still the favorite, plus 250. Last week, Titans were 9-1, to one, now leapfrogging Chargers, Chiefs, and Ravens. Finally, some movement on the Chiefs now, by the way, plus 650. Titans losses this year are the Cardinals week one, a weird overtime loss to the Jets, and other than that, beat the Colts twice, Buffalo, KC, now LA. I think a good reaction from the books here, moving the Titans on up that board. They seem to be getting better and better. Patriots now back to their preseason odds to win the AFC East, plus 350. Bills still the big favorite at minus 500 this week. Pats and Bills both five wins apiece. Bills losing to the Jags. What an ugly, weird game that was, 9-6. Pats have one more loss with the bye later on in the season. 
Jets and Dolphins firmly at the bottom of the league. From the bottom to the top, we are welcomed by Michael Lombardi. Monday's with Michael here on the program, former NFL executive, host of the Lombardi line here on VEASAN. Michael, in a week where the public was just slaughtered, you helped a lot of people get some wins. Three for three this week. How'd you do it? Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, the line moves so much. I mean, uh, I would have been one of those people all over San Francisco uh, when the line was two and a half for the, you know, the Cardinals minus two and a half for the Cardinals. And then it shifted to one and and then it ran away and it ended up being San Francisco close to the five and a half point favorite, which I like Kyle Shanahan as a, as a dog, not a home favorite. So I would have made a mistake with that. I stayed away from it because of that. But, uh, you know, I thought the Denver play was a good play. I think that uh, Dallas was due for a game to where they were going to struggle uh, a little bit. I didn't anticipate they would lose. I felt like Atlanta would play the game close. Six points with when you can't really score a lot of points with Trevor Simeon to me seemed like a lot. And then, you know, and, and then I thought just thought Cleveland's a better team than Cincinnati in spite of their record. And Cincinnati just turned the ball over. So I was willing to take that. And I stayed away from the, the money line, the moving, the, you know, where the line moved, like it went towards Philadelphia. I liked the Chargers all week long in that game. I didn't recommend it, but I liked it. You know, I think if you stay away from the money, sometimes you can make a better decision. Yeah, I was one of those people with the 49ers. I got in it at plus one. I just liked them as the dog spot. And then, like you said, things started to flip. I know earlier on your show, you called the 49ers soft. I take no offense because I agree with you, but I'm just trying to figure out why. Like, especially on a week this week where they had everything working in their favor, George Kittle back, the whole compliment for the most part. Like, why have they struggled as much as they have? Well, I, I think a lot of it starts with their their inability to really control the line of scrimmage. I think the offensive line, now McGinn, she's hurt. He's out for the year now. You know, I think that when they get behind in games, Stormy, they can't really come back. They have no ability to drop back pass. And the quarterback gets hit way too much. And so they've struggled in the offensive line. I mean, Alec Mack hasn't played near to the level that they thought he would play. And I think it starts up front there. And, and they just don't play with any degree of toughness, take care of the football, or handle the details. I mean, this is not an aberration, lose it at home. When you're 1-12 in, in the last 13 home games, you're not playing well. And, and you've got to just admit that. And I think that... Uh, I think that's the reality. And defensively, you know, they have been playing good on defense, but yesterday they were just sloppy. They can't create turnovers. I think we've seen that fairly clearly this season. They haven't been able to create the turnovers to help them win games. And, you know, and teams, this this was the worst defensive outing for them of the season. They gave up 437 yards to Colt McCoy without Hopkins, without A.J. Green. To me, I, you know, everybody's going to blame Jimmy Garoppolo for the loss. It wasn't Jimmy Garoppolo's fault. It was, to me, it was Kyle Shanahan's, the defense, and their offensive line. Yeah, I said at the start of the show, they made Colt McCoy look like he was Kyler Murray. And you mentioned that home record. 49ers have not won a game at home with fans present since the 2019 NFC title game. Kind of crazy to think about. The Packers and Chiefs game, a 13-7 final, Michael. But it felt like such a lose-lose for Green Bay because you not only get the L in the win-loss column, but a tough outing for Jordan Love in his debut, who, like, to no fault of his own, has a lot of pressure on him given the Aaron Rodgers situation. But how would you grade Jordan Love in the Packers' performance this week? You know, when I watched it, Storm, my first reaction was, I mean, you upset the upset the kill for, for that. This is why. I mean, you know, this is a kid that, you know, this he isn't a rookie. You know, he's had time to practice. He has been on the team all of last year. I thought his command of the football, ability to throw with accuracy, playing fast, I think – I think he's a year away from being a year away from really evaluating. I think it's unfair to evaluate him now because he's not ready to play football. I mean, that's just the reality of it. And it's going to take him some time. And I just think to me, Aaron Rodgers can ask for a blank check. They can't let Aaron Rodgers go. I mean, I know Mike, Mc I know Matt LaFleur has been to 40 wins as fast as anybody, but the reality of it is, is Aaron Rodgers is carrying that team. And if you hold the, the Kansas State Chiefs, the 13 points, you should win that game. They didn't score in the second half. I mean, that's the other thing I think that people aren't talking enough about is Kansas City the last month of the season has played decent defense. Their defense hasn't been the problem. It's been their offense that has really been the struggles, and it starts with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's not playing well at all. It's another week he didn't play good. He made one throw in the game, you know, and so the, this week they had 237 yards of offense. 
You know, last week they had 368. The week before, 334. I mean, they at Buffalo, they, they, they have it. And they've turned the ball over. This week they didn't turn the ball over. They were plus two in the turnover takeaway and, and really plus four because – you know, uh, Mason Crosby missed two field goals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your boy Pat McAfee agreed with you on the blank check thing. I saw his tweet of the just name line, but what you need to put there, total agreement with you. Yeah, I mean, what, who, you, you're not going to pay him? I mean, you really think, I mean, you think uh, Jordan Love is, I mean, I know it was a tough environment and I know it's hard. I really do, but I, you know, it's not hard to be accurate. It's not hard to be quick-minded. We're seeing some rookies start to play better in the NFL. Yeah, and Steve Spagnuolo, I feel like, just smelled blood in the water for Jordan Love early on in that game and take advantage. But, hey, with it being such an up-and-down season, like, I'm trying to figure out who's elite, who are the best teams in the NFL right now. I don't know because the best teams keep losing and getting upset by teams they shouldn't be. Who are your top two or three teams in the NFL right now? Well, I think Tampa's still a top team. I don't think there's any way around it. I mean, they're still one of the best teams in the league. They can, you know, and, and not that they're perfect because their secondary hasn't been healthy. But and I think you have to give Cliff Kingsbury credit at, at, at Arizona. I mean, here he is playing with a backup quarterback at the plea. The TV's eight and one. He's got eight wins. You know, so I, I think there's no doubt that, that that they're one of the best teams in the league. Those two teams, I think Dallas is still a good team. I think yesterday was one of those days he caught it off guard. In the AFC, look, I think Mike Rabel's coach of the year. I don't think there's any doubt about that. He was by what he's done with this team at seven and two is really remarkable. They play hard. They did a great job. They they were out. They were more physical than the, the Los Angeles Rams. They kicked the Rams, but they kicked them in the submission yesterday. It was embarrassing. I mean, they couldn't block them from the first play of the game to the last play. They couldn't block them. And it just makes you question how in the world did that team lose in overtime to the Jets earlier this season? They've been so good. Monday Night Football coming up tonight, though. Steelers hosting the Bears as touchdown favorites. On your show this morning, I know you said if you had a lean, it would be taking the points with the Bears. Um, what do you see? Why is it so hard to trust Big Ben in these spots to dominate a team? Well, because I don't think he throws the ball well enough, you know, and can the offensive line protect? Now, no Khalil Mack, so that's going to help. The line's gotten better. There's no doubt. The line has improved. It really can improve. But Ben hasn't really been sharp. And once the play, if it doesn't go on script, and it breaks down. Can he move around and make a play with his feet? That's been really challenging. Steelers may be in a little bit of a letdown spot, too. They're 0-7 against the spread their last seven games as a favorite. Is this going to be kind of more of those defensive battles like we saw last week? I think so. I, I really do. I, I just think, to me, if they keep Justin Fields in the pocket and force him to be an, an NFL pocket passer, then you know they got they that that'll turn the game in their in their favor. However, that being said, you know it's hard to do. They can't let Fields run the ball on them. They get Montgomery back tonight, but it's hard to run the ball on Pittsburgh. They're going to have to create some turnovers with their defense, Pittsburgh tonight, to, to really put the game away. Hey, Michael, thanks for doing this. Appreciate you as always. Thanks, Stormy. That's Michael Lombardi, host of the Lombardi Line here on Veasan, former NFL executive. The total in that game, 40. Good to note the under 5-1-1 one, one for the Steelers entering Week 9. Also 6-2 and two to the under for Chicago. Stick with us when we come back. We are talking Be Better and Veasan's own Matt Brown joins the show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Download the free OddsTrader.com app to compare betting odds from licensed sportsbooks, access injury reports, in-game action, and much more. Go to OddsTrader.com as we welcome you back here to My Guys in the Desert, live from Las Vegas, as always, from Circus Sportsbook. I'm Stormy Tony. Time for Be Better, Did They or Didn't They edition. Every Thursday, we give you teams or players that need to step their game up, rise to the occasion, and this week, we've got a few winners, starting with the Miami Dolphins. They did in the Who's Worst Bowl against the Texans. They proved they were the better of, of the worst, giving the Texans sole possession now of the bottom of the barrel. I applaud you, Miami. You did it. Everything you needed to do. I mean, these two teams were a combined 14 straight losses coming into the game. But Dolphins without Tua, who sat out with a fractured finger, delivered a 17-9 to win over the Texans, end that lengthy losing streak. And Tyrod Taylor, who before his injury was one of the most efficient quarterbacks to start the season, three picks. So good for you, Dolphins. You did it. I am proud of you. Moving on to Ryan Tannehill of the Titans. I'm going to say you did too. And not that you had a stellar statistical day. What, you had one touchdown, one pick, 143 yards. But your team won. You led your team, the Tennessee Titans, to victory over one of the best teams in the league in the Rams as seven-and-a-half-point dogs. You got the job done outright. I'm proud of you. And you did it without Derrick Henry. That's the biggest kicker in all of this for me is Derrick Henry is such a critical piece of that offense. Don't have him now or for the rest of at least the regular season what it looks like right now. You got the job done. Ryan Tannehill, proud of you. You were better. And finally, the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going with close enough for you guys because you did get the three-point win against the Eagles. Say it, bye, Eagles, bye. Instead of fly, Eagles, fly. After losing back-to-back games, you get the W, 27-24 in Philly. Justin Herbert dialed in 32 of 38, 356 yards, two touchdowns. AFC West is just a mess, though. Every team now, either a 5-3 and three or 5-4 and four record. Maybe that's what I'll do Thursday for Be Better, just the AFC West. Let's be better. Figure it out. VEASAN's own Matt Brown joins the program now, host of Primetime Action here on VEASAN, 7 to 10 Eastern every day, at Matt Brown M2. Matt, I'm obsessed with your Twitter. I got to tell you, what a just tremendous stream of consciousness you have on NFL Sunday. So all the wackiness we saw yesterday, what was maybe the biggest shocker for you? I think the biggest shocker for me was just how incredibly bad the Cowboys played yesterday. I mean, it's it's one thing to be a little bit rusty, and it's one thing to have a team just, just beat you. But, man, that was a complete no-show by that team, and that was really, really shocking to me. I Listen, I can... I've been in this long enough to understand there will be upsets. There are going to be teams come out of nowhere and beat teams that they shouldn't beat. But when teams just absolutely no-show, like the Cowboys did, to be scoreless through three quarters in that game, that was just uh, complete and utter chaos for me yesterday. Yeah, when I saw that 30 to nothing score at the end of the third quarter, like, what in the world is happening? But it was the Cowboys, it was the Bills getting upset, the Rams last night in primetime. And so one of my favorite tweets that I saw on your stream was all caps, Who in the holy hell is the best team in the NFL? There's no right answer. There isn't. There isn't. There's no right answer right now. I mean, I think a lot of people probably point to the Cardinals, and I think that that's fair um, if you want to point to that team right there. But I do think that they're going to be tested pretty pretty stoutly on that defensive line with J.J. Watt being gone. He was getting so many quarterback pressures. While his counting stats weren't necessarily there, 
he was getting so much pressure on the quarterback, and he was one of the only guys on the defensive line that can really stop the run as well. So I do think that they will get tested as we continue on down the line. But if you wanted to sell me on the Cardinals, I suppose I would listen to you. But I think we're probably in that deal where you could put one of any kind of five teams, maybe throw the Cowboys in there, throw the Bucks in there. You, you kind of put them all in a basket and Bills in there, and you pull a name out any given day. They could be the best team in the league. Yeah, the last two weeks we've been in some sort of just like weird twilight zone scenario. But tonight, Monday Night Football, interesting matchup between the Steelers and Bears. Steelers uh, given a touchdown in this game. Steelers 0-7 against the spread as favorites, which is just kind of like a wonky thing in their last seven games. But if you had a lean in this game before we get to some of the prop betting opportunities, where would you sit? Yeah, I mean, a lean, I guess, would be taking – a full touchdown in a game that's only got a 40 total. I mean, you know, <laughs> conventional thinking would be that that those points are so incredibly valuable in a game that's supposed to have so few points scored. And so I would lean that way. That being said, I mean, I know a lot of people like to play kind of same game teasers. If you, I think you could probably win this play in both sides, right? I mean, if you wanted to take the Steelers down to one and, and tease this thing up to 46, if you wanted to take the the Bears up to 13 and tease the, and go under down on, on the 46, I think you could probably get there on both sides tonight. I think they'll a uh, pretty likely scenario would be that if you play the same game teaser with the under that, that both sides get there. But um, I'm just on a few props tonight. All right. Yeah, that was actually something I thought about getting into today was the teaser teasing the Bears up to the 13. Um, but OK, yeah, let's get into some of the props. What's your favorite one tonight for Monday Night Football? Yeah, I, I think my favorite one of the evening is is not available any longer and oh, no. and is gone and is gone like pretty badly. We we had a we had a book here in town. It might be where you're sitting right oh. now that had a number uh, posted a little bit earlier today. Forty nine and a half rush yards for Khalil Herbert uh, for the Bears. This was pretty widely known that David Montgomery was going to get activated off of IR, and so he's going to come in. and And here's the thing: is even if Herbert gets half of the work let's say that they don't give montgomery a full workload coming off of ir even if he is only going to take half the the load away from herbert i mean even if herbert gets 10 rushes right we're still going to need five yards of carry out of him to get over that number so i really do like that one a ton but unfortunately that that ship has sailed that number is no longer there i think it's way down in the mid 30s now so um Glad I got on that one when I, when I could. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's always exciting when you can find some of those in the market that maybe are a little bit off. You didn't catch this. A little bit uh, off, yeah. <laughs> well, we also yeah. saw on your board, though, you like Justin Fields over his posted total of 37 and a half rushing yards. He seems to have gotten better and more efficient on the ground every week. They're unleashing him a little bit, yeah? Yeah, and I think, look, here's the, the other thing that kind of plays into favor with this, I think, a little bit is two different ways for this to get home, too, is – you're looking at a Steelers team that that gets pressure on the quarterback about 29% of the time. And so every, you know, about every third drop back, he's probably going to be feeling some sort of pressure here. And one of the things he's been doing here recently, as opposed to taking as many sacks the last couple of games, which he has been atrocious about taking bad sacks, is at least he's relying on his athletic ability. He's tucking the ball and getting out of there a little bit more. And so one of the things I'm just kind of anticipating here with this game is, him feeling a little bit more pressure than usual and opposed to, you know, sitting back there and and taking these sacks, kind of using what, and I think they'll encourage this. I mean, listen, if you're the Bears, you should encourage this. It's like, hey, man, use your God-given talent. Use this ability, use this ability to go ahead and get out of there and scramble. And so to, outside of the designed runs, I think that we'll see probably a couple of just tuck and goes from him on, on designed pass plays as well. And so I really do like that 37 and a half. Yeah, he has done a better job utilizing his instincts the last couple of games. 103 yards on 10 attempts last game. Gone over that number in the last three. Uh, Steelers, Najee Harris over 114 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Why do you like the combo for that one? Yeah, so I kind of went this one as opposed to just the rushing yards. One of the things about Khalil Mack, we always think about him being a pass rusher, and he is. He's awesome. I mean, he is. he's so incredibly good at that. He was also... The best uh, run defender on this team as well so far this year. And with him being out of there, that opens up a a lot here for Najee Harris and on the run game. That being said, I don't think this is going to be the case, but going with the rushing receiving kind of gives us some additional outs here because he does. He's Najee Harris is a true three down back. We don't get too many of these in the NFL anymore. And so. He's not going to leave the field. So even if they get down in this game, which again, I don't think that's necessarily going to happen, but even if they do, 
He's in there to catch all those little dump off passes in garbage time. He's in there to catch all the, the the passes whenever they're trying to come back and they're they're hurrying up and they're playing faster and they're 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 passing every single down. And so it just gives us a little bit more of an out here with Najee Harris. But again, I, he's he is he is the best friend of Ben Ben Roethlisberger at this point. Ben doesn't want to throw the ball down the field. When he does, he's not accurate with it anyway. And Najee Harris has really become his safety valve in, in this offense. And so I'll take the the combo here where I do think he'll have some some pretty good success on the ground. But I also want to have that little safety blanket for me as well, that if this game happens to start going sideways for them and he gets game scripted out of actually rushing the ball, that we do have the the passing upside with him as well. Yeah, I like that. Security blanket for your bet and for Big Ben. I did get in on that rushing prop, though. I took the over 80 for Najee Harris. Yeah. Um, so that, that makes me feel a little bit better, though, that you do think that that's not a bad play. Um, I'm always interested in the first touchdown or anytime touchdown props. I didn't see that on your list, but were there any that were interested to you, or you just think this is going to be a low-scoring game, not really worth it? Yeah, I didn't really get into that. We do a we do it for fun on our yeah. show every <laughs> night. We actually just bet amongst the three of us. Uh, we we do it for fun. But yeah, I, I didn't see anything that that really kind of jumped off the page with me there. And it wouldn't surprise me if yeah, we don't get that. I mean, we could be off air tonight by the time the first touchdowns get scored in this thing. So yeah, I'm not I'm not too interested in that. Good stuff, Matt. Appreciate the time. <laughs> Have a good one. Make sure you check out Matt, as he said, on his show, Primetime Action here on VEASAN, Monday through Friday, 7 to 10 Eastern. Here's my Taken by Storm, E. Eh, you like that? I love that name. I like the under 40 points tonight in the total. I mean, it's just a total odds maker. You couldn't get low enough in this one. I think it's going to be like a 17 to 13 game. And as I mentioned, the over 80 rush yards for Najee Harris for the Steelers. Those are my two best bets. Stick around. Rush Hour with Danny Burke coming up here in a little bit on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.